Hi, and welcome to the Daring to Leap podcast. I'm your host, Lori Phillip. I'm so excited to dive into this week's episode with you. In this week's episode, we have a special guest on the podcast. Jacqueline Criddle is here. In my conversation with Jackie, we discuss her evolving career journey from healthcare to biotech pharma to entrepreneurship, to finding her passion in coaching and training. We also discuss trusting your own journey. What holds people back from trusting their journey and the importance of having the qualities of grit and gratitude. Let's dive in. Jacqueline Criddle is on the podcast today. Jackie is also known as the career doctor. She is an award-winning trainer, career coach, nonprofit leader, and best-selling author who thrives in settings where she can act as a change catalyst. Over the last decade, Jackie found her greatest professional fulfillment with coaching as her love language. I met Jackie last year, and I have found her to be so generous with both her time and her support. She is one of those people who, despite being so busy, finds the time to lift others up. Hi, Jackie. Welcome to the podcast. I am so excited. Hi, Lori, to be here. How are you? Uh, I'm so good. It's so good to see you. I'm really excited for this episode and excited to hear about your journey and all the pieces of wisdom we can pull out of you while we're here I want to get started a bit with your career journey. And you've had quite a journey. I was just flipping through some of it in your book. And if you could just maybe lay out a bit for our listeners, where did you start with your career? And how did that lead up to what you're doing now? Mm, That's a loaded question. (laughs) So... (laughs) um, my career journey is filled with lots of peaks and valleys um, along the way to getting to where I am now. Um, believe it or not, I started my journey in um, in healthcare. I I had visions of grandeur that I might um, pursue being a pharmacist, and I started out in a pre-pharmacy program and discovered very quickly that although I am pretty wicked with the sciences, that the career in pharmacy was not likely going to be my path. And because I had this love and the gift for the gab combined with <laughs> the love of the sciences, I found myself in biotech pharma because it allowed me to explore both of my first loves. And so I started out for almost greater than a decade working in healthcare um, through various biotech pharma companies and um specialty science companies. And believe it or not, I actually found myself designing medical school curriculum for the top 55 medical schools in the country. So I did that for a good period of time and I loved it. I had no idea you were in pharma and that was well, 10 yeah. years. Um, little, Well over 10 wow. years I did it. Um, and then I found found myself again, like a natural pivot um, because I had the propensity for um, 
the sciences, I was great at training people mm-hmm. and being able to facilitate training and a natural progression into education around the, the training and the knowledge behind the sciences. And so I found myself designing medical school curriculum, which was um, quite empowering. I absolutely love that career path. It was amazing. And that's where I found my my passion and my purpose actually in a very un you know spoken way around being able to train and to coach because some of the thought leaders that I was working with helping them with either um, building out their next book that they were going to have from a you know a medical teaching perspective and or working in a healthcare setting and trying to find their other way I became a coach and a trainer to those individuals and through that coaching, it kind of, you know, you do one and it kind of manifests itself where they refer you out to someone else mm-hmm. that's doing it. It became a thing. And then I wound up stepping out of the uh, medical health care uh, career you know, trajectory and found myself still in the space of training and coaching. But I wound up training in the corporate sector. Mm-hmm. And it was that corporate sector e- experience that allowed me to identify my first executive coaching relationship. Mm-hmm. And it was the gift that has kept on giving that that corporate leader trusted me. He believed in me and the work that I had done with him. And he referred me out to many of his colleagues and other people. And from that point, um, I have never stopped coaching and have always continued to train in the professional setting. So my path was a little rocky to get there um, in terms of, you know, me doing a lot of other things. And I didn't mention one key element is that I've always worn two hats. Mm-hmm. So outside of me working in these spaces and biotech and pharma and designing medical school curriculum or even working in corporate America training, I always had this entrepreneurial, you know, kind of thing nudging away with me. And so I've had five or six brick and mortar businesses along the way um, where I have, you know, pursued these entrepreneurial endeavors. So I think the blend of entrepreneurship training and coaching has always been at the core of my being. And now it's just the focus of my being. Mm -hmm. I want to explore just for a minute um, the entrepreneurial side. So you had, Mm -hmm. I mean, at this point in your career, you had some really great experience, both in pharma and corporate. You're doing coaching, training. What was it inside of you that was like, you know what? I also want to start several businesses <laughs> that that made you go for it. Yeah. So for a period of maybe about five years along my journey, I worked for myself solely for myself. And I was training young people, young adults um, to, you know, forge their pathway as young people into high school and college and beyond and helping them in that capacity. And I, I was very passionate about it. You know, there was nothing better than me waking up and seeing the, uh, the fruits of my labor with some young adult going off to college or, you know, getting into the schools that they desired or being able to do some of the things they want, playing a violin or an instrument or learning a second language or whatever it was, I would just, it fueled me, you know, to be able to teach and, and allow them to have, be that vessel, that bridge um, to allow that to occur. And, you know, 
I think that was the beginning of me helping people. You know, that's the seamless thread that was undeniable with any and everything. So every business that I've had is tied to me helping people, educating, bringing awareness, training, coaching, and it just kind of spearheaded into um, a blend of the two, you know, working for myself, you know, gave me that level of job security. I'll say this, you know, along the pathway to, you know, finding fulfillment, you know, you're going to experience some of life getting in the way. And for me, uh, life got in the way where I was part of my very first corporate downsizing. Mm -hmm. And that corporate downsizing was the pivotal point in my entire life that said to me, you know, no American should be without a residual source of income. Mm -hmm. And so no matter what I do from that day forward, I said, I'm always going to stay ready. And for me, staying ready meant that I could be all things and do all things and that I would find the perfect recipe for success in both professional work and entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. That's so powerful, yeah. um, especially right now where we're seeing a lot of corporate layoffs, particularly in technology and some other sectors where if we are so focused on just having a career with an employer and that's all we have and that's okay that's the path that a lot of people take um it's hard to pick yourself back up without having the groundwork in place uh when and if that layoff situation happens um so that's that's really powerful way to think about it and setting yourself up for the future so you've yeah. been on this journey and trusting it along the way and I'm so excited about your book, Trust Your Journey. It is out now. And congratulations on that. Thank you. I think what I wanted to talk about a little bit with that is, why do you believe that people find it so challenging to trust their journey? What is holding them back? So at the core of that question is that people don't trust themselves. Mm. So you can't trust the journey when you're not quite sure of yourself. Am I good at this? Am I the right fit for this? Do I really enjoy this? Do I like this? Is this my plan? Is this my purpose? The uncertainty is a thread that is seamless um, throughout. And so when you can't trust your yourself, um, you you become lost in the idea that, that whatever path that comes before me, you're always going to question, is this right? You know, and not be able to just lean into it and embrace the moment. Hmm. And all the lessons that unfold with it. And so I think that's at the core of, of that question. Mm -hmm. So you have to trust yourself first. And it, it makes so much sense to me um, because it, it, from my experience, everything starts with yourself, right? Um, mm -hmm. That self-reflection is key. Yeah. It took me a while to figure that one out, but I'm there. So say someone starts to trust themselves and they start to trust their journey. What are the benefits of doing that? What's that sort of light at the end of the tunnel that's waiting for someone who's who's ready to walk that path? Mm. I would say um, for me personally and everybody's individual experience is just a wee bit different. But I would say for me, um, being able to trust my journey allowed me to have peace of mind. 
Mm. You know, I was always wound up. Um, likely why I had so many different business ventures. Is this the right one? No, open and close. Nope, that's not the one. Let me think. Maybe what else do I have out, you know, here? And I think when I found my kind of purpose and I allowed myself to trust it, I found focus. So it allowed me to have focus. It allowed me to relieve stress, anxiety, and it allowed me to have a life and a sense of calm that ultimately wound up making me feel more fulfilled and not having so much of a need for things, people, places, opportunities. I just was a sense of calm about mm-hmm. my life. So, but that was the trust and it took such a long time to get there. How long did it take you? Well, I think I started out on this quest in my mid late twenties, you know, mm-hmm. around, I think it was around 28 uh, when I had my, my daughters and it wasn't until I was almost 43 that I really realized, yep, everything else that I'm doing is not fulfilling as what I know that I'm called to do. Been doing it all along. It's been part of my, mm-hmm. you know, my life, but I wasn't focused in on just this. Right. And just that 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 focus when you trust helps you narrow everything down and and prioritize and uh, a lot of times that prioritization helps with the stress because you're not thinking as you said like all these other opportunities pop up and you can tell right away is this a good fit for me because you know where you're going and you can tell if it's aligned or not aligned right yeah i think um, one of the greatest moments of self-revelation that I've had has been that as a woman, I can be all, all things and do all things, mm-hmm. but I shouldn't have to. And so learning to be okay with just being great in one or two areas is the wisest wisdom anyone could impart upon me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, gosh, I can just, we had a discussion recently on the podcast of just that mental load of trying to do everything, be everything, even to a point where you're caring about everybody else's emotions, where it just, it it's a heavy load on a person. And so being able to kind of lift some of that off makes a big difference. I want to shift a little bit here, Jackie. In your book, you mentioned that grit and gratitude are important qualities to have. Tell us what you mean by grit and gratitude. Well, I, I like to think there's many, many um, definitions of what people deem grit to be. But I think the author, Melanie Betty, really says it best when she says that gratitude makes sense of our past and brings peace for today and creates our vision for tomorrow. It's that tenacity, right? But the grit keeps us on that path moving forward towards that vision, no no matter what the obstacles that we encounter, anything that may arise. And so that's how I see it, that you're going to have, you have a vision for things that you want to go after in this life, but your ability to be at peace and um, be able to have that unwavering passion and perseverance towards your long-term goals, that's that grit. And it can't really be taught. Hmm. So how does somebody develop grit? 
if it can't be taught? Well, I think that, you know, you have to really have a personal desire. So part of that is the self-reflection, like what's important to you? Mm-hmm. What's really important to you, whether it be career, things you're interested in, you know, um, things you want out of life or things that you, you know, it could be physical objects, whatever it is that you want, you have to kind of self-reflect and decide what that is. Once you have a personal acknowledgement of what it is that you want, then you have to think about how is important, how important is it to you to attain these things? And then you set some goals. And if you ha- depending upon, you know, if you measure how important it is to you, you've got to put some, you know, oomph behind it to really go for it and know that you can't, you know, despite whatever obstacles are going to come, whatever setbacks you get, that you're willing to thrive forward. And that's the grit. And so I think it's not necessarily a taught, it's a process and a procedure that kind of organically manifests itself when you know, I want this mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. By any means necessary, I'm going for it. Yeah. I feel that. I, I definitely have a shift in my grit from corporate to entrepreneur because, and it was the difference in the passion and the heart and that importance and what I was trying to accomplish where when I had uh, my corporate role and it was important, but I just didn't have that fire and it was okay if I just did my thing and that was it. And now I'm like, I want this to be great. I want to be able to reach way more people. I, you know what I mean? Like there's this never ending possibility and that's that drives me that's different than it was before. Mm-hmm. On the gratitude piece, I think people get what gratitude is. Um, I'm curious if there's a piece of it that you feel like people are missing when they move forward in their life and career around the gratitude piece. Yeah. So when we think at the at, at the core of everything, when we think about gratitude, ultimately, it's the appreciation for the good things in one's life. And the optimal word there is appreciation. So... When we know that, you know, we don't get to where we want to be in life or get the things that we want in life typically alone, there's usually someone somewhere, be it from a small perspective or a large, that's there along our path and our journey. Um, We have to remember those little small elements, um, those people that were there and think about how can I give back? How can I reward myself by rewarding others? Um, Because I believe that that's where the blessings flow, right? Too much is given, much is required in the Bible. You know, if they're a praying person or not, just know, we know, even if you're not um, a spiritual person from that perspective, we know that, you know, we get out of this life, this universe, what we put into it. And so we have to learn how to be self-reflective and support others. Mm. I am completely connecting with that lately because I'm finding a lot of connections that are so powerful that make such a big difference than doing things on my own. And it's it's definitely a giving and receiving, like even connecting with you and 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 having so many opportunities we have together, it it is really powerful. And I, you know, I think people sometimes it's easier to to kind of 
think about doing everything on our own, especially women. Like I want to just do it all and having support and having collaboration and having all of that. And then the second step is we forget is to provide that for other people. We become the mentors. We become, we're successful and now we hold, help other people, you know, take that next step. Um, thank you for sharing that. I, I, I really do think that's an important message that we all need to hear probably over and over again because (laughs) we have these like short attention spans. So I think we're going to start to wrap up a little bit our conversation. I'm curious, Jackie, if there's, you know, thinking about our listeners who are women, professional women in various aspects of their career, do you have any words of wisdom or advice for them that you'd like to provide before we close out? Oh, wow. That's a great question. I I have two things that I think I, w- I could put out there for our female listening audience, and it would be to protect your peace. Mm-hmm. So find those protected days, hours, minutes, seconds that you cherish and block that time out off for yourself. We need those moments. It allows us to re- um, kind of restore and renew and reflect you know, and self-reflection on a routine basis is necessary for us to truly thrive, you know, and to get to some of our goals. So protect your peace, protect your space, protect that calendar um, would be number one. And number two would be um, remain focused and intentional. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest aspect of my life didn't occur Um, And, you know, I I was well along my way with coaching and a lot of other great things had happened to me. So I'm not saying that great things didn't happen because of it, because I didn't read the book until just recently, you know, within the last three years. Um, But a friend of mine had suggested to me because she knew that I was like into so much all over the place, just doing so much so often. And I definitely... um, you know, took the book. And when I first got it, I never read it right away. But then in the quiet time, in the still of the moment during the pandemic, I leaned into the book and I read the book is called The Focus Project by Eric Qualman. And it's not that it's like some major best-selling, you know, blast of the past knowledge burst, but it for me, it was self-reflective enough that I realized in that moment, focus, just focus. And so my my message to any listener, and especially our women, is that we are seeking to do so much um, all the time to be all things to mm-hmm. so many people, including ourselves, that we don't give ourselves enough focus to truly be great in a particular area, space, or what have you. And so protect your time, space, and peace and focus. That's really beautiful. Thank you for that, Jackie. Um, So how can our listeners reach out and connect with you? Absolutely. So you can connect with me in numerous ways, but the best place is to head on over to my website and sign up for, you know, our follow-up newsletters, events, and activities at www.thecareerdoctorllc.com. I know it's a mouthful, but just remember the Career Doctor LLC and you'll get you there. Um, Also, you can um, reach me at 
um, Jacqueline Criddle at LinkedIn.com, as well as the CareerDoctorLLC.com on Facebook, link, uh, Instagram, as well as YouTube. Right. And we'll we'll put all the links in the show notes so you guys don't have to remember and figure all of that out. And we'll also be linking a copy of Jack Jackie's book, Trust Your Journey, A Message for the Masses, will be in the show notes as well. If anybody is interested, you should definitely check it out. I have my copy right here. So thanks again, Jackie. I always appreciate talking with you, hearing all the gems of wisdom over the years of your experience. And I appreciate you, you know, doing what you're saying. You you spend a lot of your time giving back and it shows and we appreciate it so much. So thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed it, I would love for you to subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. Hope you all have an amazing week. Until next time. Bye.